Today, we're talking about wills and guardianship as we look at how to take care of your loved ones when you're gone. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This course is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and get you on the path to financial freedom. Sign up for the class today and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. So this topic, creating your wills and everything that goes along with it. It's one of those areas of finances that we tend to shy away from. And I get it. There's a lot of moving parts, especially if you have kids choosing the right guardian. How do you want to divvy up any assets that you guys have? It can be overwhelming. And then... It's also kind of depressing to think about what happens after you're dead. So today, I want to make things easy. I want to give you the essentials to wills and choosing guardians for your kids without weighing you down. Thankfully, I have some help with this. Jean-Marie Dillon is here to help. She's a certified financial planner and an accredited financial counselor. And in this episode, we're going to discuss the essentials of a will, choosing guardians to take care of your kids, and whether or not those do-it-yourself will kits are worth it. And if you stick around to the end, I have a little bonus for those of you that are paying off your debt of a resource that can help you speed that up much faster and a chance to earn a little extra money. And as we're getting into wills, I think the first question is, when should you have one? Most people tend to put off Mm-hmm. establishing a will, which is never a good idea. Um, I actually just heard a horror story a while, a, a while back from a mm-hmm. colleague of mine who said she had a sing, single older individual that died without a will, but had no living relatives. Oh. Um, and now it's up to the state to decide oh. where his assets go. Um, you know, he missed the opportunity to divvy up his assets to charity or to a friend or what, whatever the case may be. So basically, when you get married, for sure, it's a good idea to at least establish a bare bones will. So as you guys are setting up your will, there are a few things you should consider. Yes. Well, so where are the debts go? Where do the assets go? And who's going to be responsible for closing out the deceased estate? Basically, who is the executor of your will? Okay. Um, usually it is your spouse. Um, for people that get married a second time, it's not necessarily so sometimes it's a sibling. So, um, you know, it's just those basic questions Debt, Mm -hmm. assets, executor. Depending on your situation and finances, you may be thinking, do we really need a lawyer to take care of this? After all, there are options like will kits and online forms that you can download and customize to take care of the basics. But are they really good enough? I think the important thing is to get it done. And if you have to do it at the bare bones, basic online quickie will, that's fine. It gets it done and it, it, it... it hopefully covers all the bases that you need to cover, which is basically who's going to be responsible in your case for your debts when you die. 
you may not have children yet, mm -hmm. um, but at least you can at least, uh, you know, plan for not overburdening siblings or parents with debt. Whether you work with a lawyer to craft out your will or use an online former kit, there's something you need to remember. There. And, and also, if you get into another, if you decide you're going to move into another state, mm -hmm. um, it's important to get a will established in that particular state. And we live in a very mobile, flexible job economy now. Um, people are losing jobs, they're taking jobs, they're traveling for jobs, they're freelancing, um, contracting. So they're moving from state to state quite often. And it's important to um, at least establish a will in the state where you reside. Ah, kids. You definitely can't skip out on this. When we updated our will after we had our first child, we went ahead and paid for a lawyer. And the reason why was there were so many different considerations now, an extra layer of complication that we wanted to make sure was clear. And the benefits of talking with a lawyer is that they brought up situations and scenarios we hadn't thought of. So if the two of you haven't even talked about this yourselves, make some time to do so. That will save you in the long run when you have to make an appointment with a lawyer. But also you want to really nail down what's important to you and what are you looking for with guardians. But with a child, mm -hmm. you have to decide who's going to be the guardian of the child. Number one, who's going to take care of your child? You die without a will, the state could say your cruel Aunt Cruella mm -hmm. guardianship of your child. You don't want that to happen because um, yeah. the spouse may not, you know, God forbid you and your spouse die in a car accident. Um, the guardianship of your child is very important. So that's one. Mm -hmm. um, who's going to be fiscally responsible for ensuring that your child gets um, the assets that he or she needs to go to school, to go to college, um, clo basic clothing, you know, whatever, whatever education, um, until that child reaches the age of majority, which is typically 18. Um, so again, executor, guardian, and, and those, those are the two basic questions that need to be asked. And being guardians is a huge responsibility, but you also need to decide who's going to handle the finances in that situation. For some, the guardians are ready and able to take care of that responsibility, but for others, they might want someone else to handle that. So I have a couple relatives that have two young boys, um, mm -hmm. and I think they got the will when the second boy was born. And they established a will basically with the terms that one of their relatives who has two young boys of her own would be guardian. So it's going to be a house full of males if they haven't <laughs> passed away. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> but they wanted me to be the financial executor oh, of okay. the boys' mm -hmm. estate. So those are the two major things that you just have to get out of the way. When you're sitting down with your attorney and coming up with the plan and your options, make sure that you're clear on everything. You don't want any confusion should something happen to you. And even though it makes for exciting TV where relatives sit down and hear the reading of the will, it's really in your best interest to talk to them before something happens. 
have a family get together with those involved and go over the plan you have with them. It's a lot less stressful and you're more likely to get your wishes respected. Really important to discuss your desires with your family and friends prior to getting the will executed because they have the right of refusal. And if they don't have the wherewithal to um, follow through on your wishes, then whatever you put in that will really doesn't matter. So it's really important to have the discussion prior. Special thanks to Jean for being a part of this episode. I know we've only scratched the surface. So if you want to learn about this more, or perhaps you want to talk with Jean and see if she can help you with your specific needs, please reach out to her at Freedom Financial Counseling. I'll have the link up in the show notes, as well as info, details, and other resources to get you two up to speed. Now, I usually work at keeping the podcast episodes evergreen, meaning whether you catch this episode as it's released or down the line, the information's going to be handy for you. But every once in a while, I have to give time-sensitive information like this week. I had mentioned if you're trying to pay down debt, specifically student loans, I want to let you know about the student loan debt movement. My friend Rob at The College Investor has put this together and it's focused on helping you guys pay down or pay off your student loans faster. I chatted with him this week to get all the details for you. I've had this idea for the last couple of years about how... um, how can we like actually encourage people to take action? Because you, you know this as a content creator, right? Yeah. Uh, you put all this stuff out there, but you never get to hear like all the time about what's working. What are people doing about it? And so I really wanted to put together some kind of movement where I could like say like, we have paid off X amount of dollars. Yes. And uh, I put out this crazy goal of a million dollars in the month of March. <laughs> Right. And I was like, let's see if we can do it. And I I didn't think I could do it alone. So I definitely enlisted the help of as many financial people as I could get to write about it, promote about it. And uh, we are off to a great start. We're about halfway through the month now and we passed 350K paid off so far this month, which is so cool. I'm so excited about it. That is amazing. And you have to me, this is fun because I'm a slightly competitive person, <laughs> <laughs> a leaderboard, and I'm amazed at the amounts being paid off. I mean, any dollar that you pay off, I mean, that's one step closer to debt freedom. But I mean, Trevor has like over $34,000 paid off, you know, and then you have others like Kyle, 8000 paid off. You know, some people are paying 22000 already. Yeah. So this is fantastic. You know, I know there's going to be several... <laughs> lots of couples listening like, okay, we do need to get on top of this. Yeah. So besides just joining the, the debt um, movement with you because you guys put all, uh, put all this resources into it, but you also have uh, a Q&A. You're doing Q&A during this debt movement, right? Yeah. So you sign up, you get access to our private Facebook group and I'm doing twice a week Q&As uh, on Facebook live. And if you don't want to get live on camera with me, you can always email in your question or post it in our Facebook group because I think people, you know, are still a little shy to like submit their questions live. <laughs> That's fantastic. And finally, I know this is a little greedy of mine, but I just think this is cool. You're giving away at least $500 every week. We're giving away $500 to just join the movement. 
just to join it. So every week you're entered into it. And then if you participate in the leaderboard, there's going to be over $3,000 in leaderboard prizes. And it's not necessarily the winners. It's just to encourage you to submit your results. Because that's the big thing is I think people really want to see how much we pay off. Um, And so to give you the little carrot, I'm going to dangle that carrot in front of you (laughs) uh, to try to get you to participate and uh, to join. So I think it's a lot of fun. You could win something. Mm -hmm. Um, We gave away our first $500 last week and we're doing weekly for the next uh, few weeks here in March. Okay, great. So if anyone right now, they want to sign up, where did they go to uh, join this movement? You can go to studentloandebtmovement.com and it'll take you right to the page you need to be at. Or you can go to the collegeinvestor.com. You'll see it on the sidebar. I hope that helps you guys out with your journey to debt freedom. If you want to stay on top of everything, the podcasts, videos, articles, make sure you're subscribed to Couple Money. I send it all out weekly, as well as some behind the scene and exclusive stuff. Plus, it's free. Just go over to couplemoney.com slash join. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please share it. I'd love to make the conversation about marriage and money much easier. I hope you have a great week. Take care.